Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. My name is Carolina Salazar, also known as the Carolina Lifestyle on TikTok and Instagram. My goal with this podcast is to demystify modern spirituality, talk about all things holistic health and wellness, and to also empower you to show up as your best and highest self. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. If this is the first time you are listening to the podcast, hello. And if this is not your first episode and you're a returning listener, welcome back. I'm so grateful you are here today and hope you're having a lovely week and a lovely day. And we are back with another guest episode. Hope you guys have been enjoying the little cadence of solos and guest episodes alternating. I just love talking to people on the podcast because I realize that a lot of the times, you know, my biggest downloads and the biggest moments I have of just connecting to source and expressing myself comes when I'm talking to people. And so it's just been really special to be able to have so many awesome people come to the podcast. And this episode is no different. I had an awesome conversation with Audrey Brothers, also known as Align with Audrey B on Instagram. She is a phenomenal human being and just such a leo queen she is a health coach just like me she also did iin and she is also a reiki master and audrey is just such a grounding presence with her virgo energy also shining through strong we dived into her own journey and how she went from working a full-time job that she really despised into a career path that really aligns with her and really taking bold risks along the way to getting there We talked a lot about chakras, so if you're someone who's interested in chakras and just learning more about how to balance your chakras, we talk a lot about that in this episode, and she gives her description of the chakras, the themes associated with each one, and signs of imbalance, and then I also asked her a few different questions about how different imbalances can manifest, you know, in your day-to-day life, like constipation or overworking or things like that. I also share a little bit about my own experience with chakra balancing and how I've navigated aligning my own chakras and using them as a source of empowerment. And so it's just a really beautiful conversation and we get to hear about her own spiritual awakening and a little teaser. There are so many similarities between both of our awakenings, which is just such a cool thing. I really see myself mirrored in her journey and we have just a really cool friendship and connection and so you guys will really see that shine through this episode. You're going to leave this episode feeling so enlightened, grounded, and I'm sure you're going to just have so much knowledge that you'll take away and so I hope you love it. I hope you learn a lot and with that said, let's dive in and I will see you on the other side. I am sitting with Audrey Brothers. Super excited to hear today, Audrey, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's an honor and a privilege. Hi, everyone. My name is Audrey Brothers. I am a holistic health coach, a content creator, 
And I just focus a lot on spirituality when I work with my clients as a holistic health coach. And I've just been on a spiritual journey for about two and a half years now that has completely transformed my life. And I've just been sharing my knowledge as I've gone. And I'm just really excited to be here. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. So can you share your big three? So your sun, moon and rising for us to get started? Yes. So it's kind of weird because my whole life I thought I was a cancer, but now it's telling me I'm a Leo. I, my birthday is July 22nd, which I guess is right on the cusp. So I'm a Leo sun with a Sagittarius rising and a Virgo moon, which is yes. so me. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love that combination. And I'm also myself on the cusp. So I was born on the first day of Taurus so I definitely understand like the duality of being born on a cusp and like how that feels because I definitely feel from you both the Leo and the Cancer vibes when I finally realized that it just made it clicked it made so much sense so I was like I'm pretty emotional intuitive and nurturing but I also have this like lion energy within me that just wants to be like powerful and you know, the star of the show sometimes. So I'm like a healthy combination of both, I like to think. <laughs> exactly. And then the Virgo moon is just so grounding. And it really ties well with your healer energy that you bring to your content and to just what you share. Yeah, I'm a Virgo uh, midhaven too. So it just, yeah. it's a lot about air and being a healer. So it really just meshes well. It's all coming together since I've learned about all of this. <laughs> literally so true I was actually recording another guest episode yesterday and the person who I was talking to was also a Sagittarius rising and a Virgo midheaven and she was talking about how for her when she's sharing content as long as she knows she's helping like one person or helping someone out there that she feels like she accomplished like her mission with the content so do you feel that too Absolutely. At first, when I started posting content, and I didn't get a lot of views, I was like, you know, kind of hard on myself and I had a lot of like resistance and limiting beliefs that popped in. But then I realized like, no, I've reached 15 people, like 15 people liked my video and at least my message reached them. That's what I want to focus on. And it's just really nice hearing people saying like, thank you for all you share and things like that. It just pulls on the heartstrings a little bit. And it's really it's just a really empowering feeling to know that you're helping someone with the content that you post. Completely. I think when I get those messages as well, it's one of the most powerful things is just realizing that you're actually impacting people's lives is just so amazing. And I know you said that, you know, in your own journey, having a spiritual awakening and just going through that process was something that kind of transformed your life. And so I would love to dive deeper into that because I just love hearing about people's spiritual journeys and I think it'd be really awesome for the audience to hear a little bit more about it as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's been such a whirlwind. Like only was two and a half years ago that I really kind of went full blown into this journey and really tapped into my spirituality, but it feels like it's been a decade in a good way. Um, so my journey really started at the end of 2019, early 2020. Um, it was like right at beginning of COVID right when it was starting to hit the United States and my friend had sent me Deepak Chopra's like 21 days of abundance or something like that it was a certain meditation with Oprah and I was like <laughs> oh I'm gonna try so me and my boyfriend both tried it and was like this is great and I liked it so much that it was really just the catalyst for everything I've done within the last two and a half years like I've 
am not the same person that I was then. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, and from that meditation, I, I've just changed so much. I, at the time I was working at this like dead end corporate job, working nine to five. And I just absolutely hated it. It had nothing to do with my values, my interests, nothing. I was working at an investment management firm. It was a good experience at the time, I guess, <laughs> but it was just not in alignment for me. And throughout that whole year of 2020, when COVID was like at its peak, I was working from home, which just gave me so much time to really self-reflect about what I wanted to do with my life. Um, because I was home, I was home every day alone, just to, you know, be alone with my thoughts, essentially. And it gave me so much time to just really figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And while I was self-reflecting, I was like, you know what, I need to make a change. I need to really like take action in my life. I can't keep staying at this job simply because of security or comfort. And I just started researching like holistic jobs randomly one day. Um, I've always felt a call to heal and help people, but for the longest time, like literally my whole life, I couldn't figure out what I should be doing with my life um, in terms of healing. And Virgil then the one day, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Actually, it's so crazy. Like, especially when I learned about astrology, I was like, it all makes sense now. Like there's a reason that I felt this innate calling to be a healer. And it was, I think at the end of 2020 that I just started like looking into holistic jobs, which I had known nothing about at the time, but I just felt this impulse and I stumbled across Reiki and I was like, oh, this is like super cool. What's this? And ended up going down that path, got Reiki certified and started doing that on the side. And then a few months later, I was like, you know what? I'm ready for a major change, even though it's going to be terrifying I'm going to do it. And I just quit my corporate job with zero backup plan. I was like, you know what? This feels right. It's scary, but I trust myself and my capabilities to, you know, find something that's going to make, you know, provide income for me. Um, and then I just kind of did dog walking on the side for extra income and also did Reiki. And then I enrolled in IIN, which has led me to where I am now. I don't even know how I came across the IIN program. Um, but now I'm a holistic health coach, helping people kind of transcend the same issues that I've transcended over time. And it's just been such a whirlwind of a journey, but such a beautiful one to watch it unfold and to look back at where I was versus where I am now. And just to see that transformation it's just absolutely beautiful. <laughs> wow. I love that so much. And I love how your story really ties to your Leo energy of just being so bold and taking risks and just kind of like striving into the unknown with a lot of courage and trust in yourself because quitting a job with no backup plan is not something many people do. And I think that that's just like a perfect example of how your Leo energy comes through and for the people listening who have never heard of Reiki or aren't as familiar with it and what it is all about could you just give a little overview of what Reiki is and how it's kind of changed your own spiritual experience with learning how to be a Reiki healer yeah absolutely so Reiki is a form of energy healing. It's an alternative medicine that was created by Mikao Yusui. 
And it's really about just learning to tap into the energy centers within your body, which are your chakras, which are your seven main energies throughout your body that start from the base of your spine all the way up to just above the crown of your head. And with Reiki, you're going to feel imbalances within your energy centers. So um, for me personally, when I work with a client or even on myself, you feel this energy like within your your hands and it's energy that comes from source it comes from the universe and that's just something important to clarify that reiki energy is not my own energy like it is something that comes from the universe that i am the conduit of then it flows through me and i use that to help other people heal and help myself heal um and so what i look for is fluctuations within someone's energy so if someone has you know, pain in their hands, there might be a lot of heat in that area. So I will work to, you know, balance that energy just by hovering my hand on that area of their body to help neutralize it and to send life-giving energy into that part of their body to restore balance and harmony. And it's really, it's really subtle healing that just has profound benefits and anyone can learn it. And it's just, it's beautiful to learn just for your own well-being. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's such a simple, subtle practice that can really just transform your overall well-being as a whole. Yeah, I love that. And thank you for explaining that. I love Reiki. I loved all the times that I've received Reiki healing. It's just so amazing. And doing my own chakra work and learning you know about it and doing the chakra meditations has just been such a huge part of my own journey and I also forgot to mention this but the reason that one of the kick-starting things that got me into spirituality was also the Deepak Chopra 21 days of abundance meditation so I just love that synchronicity there and how that's a similarity between our journeys because for me it was oh. that combined of the power of now yeah so. oh my god yes yes literally same once I like did that meditation I threw myself into learning it's like my Virgo moon I just need to like know everything you're Sagittarius um, you're Sagittarius rising yeah and yeah I'm so curious about everything um and the power of now was the first book that I read that was also just a major catalyst that completely <laughs> on life as a whole and my boyfriend's reading it now and it's so cute because I'll open it up and there's like little notes all throughout it and he's like underlined phrases and it's it's really cute <laughs> wait I love that that's so cute that he's reading it I wish my boyfriend would read Navarro now well it, to be fair it took him three years I've been trying to get him to read it for so long but he finally is so I'll focus on the, the good part of it <laughs> exactly exactly and for chakra work and you know your own experience with it when you first started doing your Reiki you know certification I know it starts with healing yourself and learning to heal yourself when you're a level one healer so when you first started your journey with it what were some of the blockages that you experienced like what were your most kind of affected chakras oh boy um right off the top of my head my sacral chakra for sure um mostly just a lot of my lower three between the root sacral and solar plexus I had a lot of trauma stored there and for me it didn't really matter where it truly stemmed from it's just about moving through that trauma and 
facing it in healthy ways. Um, for me, I, my sacral chakra was so imbalanced. I was for the last like decade plus of my life, I was jumping around from job to job, from relationship to relationship, from, and always just craving change. Like I just wanted variety in my life at all times. And I could never find stability. And it's because I was constantly searching for happiness outside of me. And until I could face that and acknowledge that, I was never really in alignment with my best self because I couldn't really tap into the innate happiness that I already had and the innate joy that was there just waiting to be acknowledged. I was always just looking for the best next thing, right? Um, so that was a big, big blockage for me. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Can you explain how that is tied to the sacral chakra? Like how does the pattern of jumping from job to job or relationship to relationship tie into the energy of the sacral chakra? Yeah. So the sacral chakra is the second chakra, which is right in the navel area. And it is the center of our joy, pleasure, capacity for change, our sexuality, sensuality, and abundance and creativity. And when that chakra is imbalanced, it can manifest as, again, looking for happiness outside of you because you're not feeling, you don't have enough energy in that area. So you're just constantly looking for something externally to bring you that source of happiness. But the second that you become bored of that, you're going to search for the next best thing. And it can create this addiction, which is also an aspect of the sacral chakra. It's the seat of our addictions. So you become addicted to change when this sacral chakra is not in balance because you're just constantly addicted to variety. And it can just create a lot of emotional turbulence throughout your life. Um, because again, the sacral chakra is also the seat of your emotions. I should have mentioned that at the beginning, but you become addicted to these same patterns and it's really hard to maneuver out of them until you learn to find that happiness and joy and pleasure within yourself first if that makes sense yeah wow that's so interesting did you experience any physical symptoms as well um yes I had a majorly low libido for a very long time so the sacral chakra is also the seat of your libido because it's the seat of your sensuality and sexuality and I only had a libido when I was drinking because alcohol seemed to really open up that chakra and made me a little bit more promiscuous than I wanted to be. <laughs> um, not to be too honest, but yeah, I had a lot of difficulties with relationships because of my low libido and it took me a long time to really maneuver through that physical aspect of uh, the imbalance in that sacral chakra and it was difficult to face and maneuver through just because I hadn't ever had healthy sexual experiences. Um, so that was definitely one of the physical symptoms that I personally faced. Wow. I'm like here <laughs> just a little bit shook because <laughs> I, I mean, I've done a lot of my own chakra work and I think that that I just, I just think there's so many similarities between our journeys in general like both between like the things we feel called to our like like spiritual journey experiences like what kickstarted our awakenings being the same exact thing and also the fact that for me my sacral is something that I 
think has been in balance for a lot of my life. And so when I was kind of consistent with doing sacred chakra meditations in the past, I felt really good. And at the same time, in general, in my own life, in my own experience, I have definitely felt that like constantly seeking change and constantly trying to uproot myself and new things and new experiences and getting bored really easily. And a lot of the times, you know, when that is a pattern, it's really hard to deepen things. It's really hard to get really good at something when you're constantly jumping around from thing to thing. So that just really resonated with me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I just want to say that the sacral chakra and being addicted to change, like it's not a terrible thing, but the key is to really use the stability from the root chakra to stay in a job, a relationship, an environment or whatever it is for a long enough period to be able to learn from it. So you want to bring that stability from the root up into the sacral and be able to get the fullness of the experience before you just like abandon ship, right? Um, and the root chakra is kind of the opposite. The root chakra is all about security, stability, and feeling grounded. But sometimes out of fear, we'll stay in jobs, relationships, and environments way past their expiration date out of fear because we want the security that maybe we didn't get as a child. Um, so it, it's really interesting the differences between those two chakras, but you want to be able to use the energy of them in conjunction with one another so that you can bring the stability into the sacral, if that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And I mean, all these chakras are so tied together. And so one kind of goes in hand with the other. So what I'm hearing is like, use this root chakra to your advantage by letting yourself experience something more fully and really giving yourself time to taste it and to feel it and then realizing if it's the best expression of your own energy and if you feel like it's not stepping away from fear and then making a change based on a strong sense of knowledge and security of what's actually going on yes exactly and touching mm -hmm. upon that, each of the chakras has a pair and the root chakra is paired with the crown and so what I like to do is and I think it's really, really beneficial and helpful is to use the energy of the crown in conjunction with the root, because the root's all about stability and security and groundedness and creation. And it's also fear as well. And when you are rooted in fear because of maybe your financial needs or just you're feeling insecure or whatever it is, tap into the energy of your crown chakra which is all about spirituality it's bliss it's self-awareness it's trust it's gratitude and peace and so when you can tap into that you're able to transcend a lot of that fear so much more easily so it's really about kind of developing a, a spiritual practice to help you feel more grounded and yeah be able to i didn't realize that the chakras had pairs that's actually something i'm learning right now from you in this moment and so before, <laughs> before we dive into that which I want to know the other pairs for anyone listening who just like has no idea what the chakras are I like I know them but I would love for you to just give a quick little elevator pitch rundown sure. of the seven. Oh yeah I, I'll try to make it as quick as possible I, I could talk about this stuff for hours but so the chakras are and the most basic definition are the focal points within your energy body, which 
are kind of like little intersections of nerves and energy that come together. We have approximately like 114 throughout the body, um, but we have seven major ones that run from the base of the spine all the way up to just above the crown of your head. And these chakras are spinning wheels of light energy that translate spiritual energy into a physical, emotional, mental experience. And each chakra is attached to a specific emotion and specific parts of your physical body. So starting with the root, that is located at the base of your spine and it governs your feelings of stability, safety, security, trust, creation, and strength, um, and fear as well. And I like to think of this chakra as really the chakra that lays the foundation for growth in all areas of your life. Because if you are not feeling grounded and safe and secure, you don't have a healthy foundation to expand on. It's kind of like when you build a house, you're not going to build a house without a foundation because it'll just collapse. So the root chakra is really what, where you want to start when you're working on healing your chakras. The best way to heal all the chakras, I'll just preface now, is through meditation. Meditation is the way that we contact our chakras, um, but each chakra also has other healing methods as well, which I'll discuss. But another really powerful way for healing the root chakra is to ground to walk barefoot on the earth and just really connect with the earth's energy the next chakra is the sacral which is within the navel and it is the chakra that governs your emotions your feelings of pleasure creativity joy abundance um, addictions and guilt and the best way to heal this chakra is through really tapping into your creative side because this chakra governs your sense of creativity and your inner child and spontaneity. So tapping into what makes you joyful is really going to be the powerful catalyst to heal this chakra and really just be able to expand it and tap into that creative energy. The next chakra is your solar plexus, which is right in your abdomen. It is the chakra that governs your confidence, your self-esteem, your ego, your sense of authenticity, your personal identity and power. It's the chakra that literally gets things done. It is where you get your power to accomplish your goals with a sense of purpose and passion without fear, essentially, or without any shame, without holding back. And it's really about where this is the chakra where we are able to confidently just step into who we are. Then we have our heart chakra, which is located in the heart, in the chest. And this chakra is all about love. It is the chakra that is the bridge between the lower earthly chakras and the three higher spiritual ones. And this is where the essence of who you are lives. It is, you are love. It's where your unconditional love, um, forgiveness, compassion, empathy, kindness, and that's what resides in this chakra. And the best way to really heal this chakra is to practice forgiveness and gratitude and to really learn to just to really just tap into the love that you are, because love is what heals. The next chakra is the throat, which is located in the throat. And this is all about communication. It's about mindful communication and active listening. It's about being honest and speaking with integrity and confidence and it's where we express our personal truth. And the best way to heal this chakra is to really journal because it's sometimes we are afraid to express our truth 
out of fear. So sometimes journaling and just grabbing a pen and paper and opening up without fear of judgment is really going to release and rejuvenate the energy of this chakra. The next is the third eye, which is the center of our intuition, our imagination, visualization, inner knowledge. And it is just such a powerful chakra that's really connects us to our inner being and gives us the insight and the impulses to go after what we want and have that sense of purpose and to really see the greater picture in life. And the best way to heal this chakra is through meditation. Absolutely. But also you can moon gaze and stargaze or sun gaze because those things are so much bigger than who we are. So spending time connecting with things that are so much bigger than you is really going to tap into that energy. And then the last is the crown chakra, which is at the very top of your head is the center of oneness. It is the center of your bliss, your gratitude, unity, acceptance, and just true peace and knowledge of all that is. And when this is activated, you feel just such a sense of oneness with all that is, and you're able to transcend all fears. And all the chakras are just so powerful and just so beautiful to discuss and tap into. Hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you are, and if you've been loving the podcast, I would be so grateful if you took a minute of your day to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. And I am coming through with a little special gift of gratitude for those of you who do that. So if you head to Apple Podcasts and leave a review, I will leave the link for that on the show notes if you're listening on Spotify or any other platform. So you can head over to Apple Podcasts. And if you leave a review and you take a screenshot of the review before you hit send, and email that screenshot to contact at thecarolinalifestyle.com. I will send you a free connect with your divine feminine meditation that I created. I'm so excited about this meditation. It's a combination of breath work, visualization, and affirmations to help you align with the highest and best version of yourself. So again, if you write a written review on Apple Podcasts, snap a screenshot of it before you hit send and email it over to contact at thecarolinalifestyle.com, I will send over the meditation. So that is all, and let's go on with the episode. Yes, thank you for walking through that. I love always hearing your explanation because you always throw out the light and the shadow like for example for the sacral you were saying like guilt is also there or addiction as well as emotions and creativity for example and so when it comes to the chakra pairs I'm gonna guess first and then I'll let you actually say what they are and before I I guess I just want to rule out it's not like one after the next right like the sacral being the root and the solar plexus being the sacral like that right it's not that Okay, cool. So if the root is with the crown, I would guess the third eye is with the solar plexus. And the sacral is with the heart. And maybe also the throat. Is that right? Or is it completely wrong? (laughs) No. (laughs) 
but A for effort though. <laughs> okay, so what uh, are the pairs? <laughs> yeah. It's paired with the crown chakra. So whenever I'm working with a client and we're talking about fears and things like that that are stored in the root, I tell them to tap into their crown energy because this is where you're going to transcend a lot of those fears. So if you're so rooted in fear, develop a spiritual practice like meditation, prayer, yoga, whatever it is, so you really transcend those fears. And vice versa, if you're too spiritual, not in like mean way, <laughs> You're not really grounded uh-huh. in this physical, more yeah. transcended spiritual. So tap into the root chakra energy and ground yourself and engage in more physical, earthly practices. So funny uh-huh. before we go into the next. So funny you're saying that because I was talking to two people yesterday who are very spiritual girls, and they were literally saying like we're always like they're both Pisces. They were like we're both always in the ethereal. We're always like so in our spiritual that we like forget to eat. Or we like don't know how to cook, you know, and we feel so ungrounded. So they were like, you need to tell us like how to cook. Like you should share more resources like that for all the people who are super spiritual and like not connected to their like roots. Yeah, no, that's so funny that you say that because I do feel like when you embark on a spiritual journey and you like transcend a lot of the physical limitations that have been like that we've been conditioned to believe you don't want to be stuck in those physical limitations but then you're so connected to the spiritual world that you're not you're not finding that healthy balance to incorporate the two so it's really helpful to use the energy of the crown and the root in conjunction with one another to help you remain spiritual but also grounded um the next pair is the sacral and the throat (laughs) close yeah close sacral is and the seat of our emotions and creativity and joy so the way that we express those emotions is through the throat it's how we communicate um so when you're working on healing these two chakras if you find that you're too deep in your emotions find healthier ways to express them whether it's journaling talking to a friend um, chanting, like whatever it is, use the energy of your throat to express what's being stored in the sacral and vice versa. Like if you have not enough energy in your throat chakra or if you have too much or you don't know how to express yourself, tap into the creative energy of your sacral chakra and learn to find creative ways to express yourself. Um, and then the last pair is the heart and the solar plexus chakra. Solar plexus is the seat of our confidence, our ego, our willpower. And um, I didn't say this before, but one of the best ways to heal this chakra besides meditation is to take risks, to really, you know, tap into um, that power that you have, that confidence, because the more risks that you take, you're going to build more willpower and believe that you have the courage and the bravery and the confidence to do the things that you want to do. But the solar plexus is paired with the heart and sometimes the solar plexus can be really rooted with the ego and create a lot of like limiting beliefs or make you just overly aggressive to pursue your goals, like too much confidence, which makes you just arrogant or condescending or aggressive. So when that happens, tap into the love, tap into the acceptance and the forgiveness and the compassion that's within the heart energy the heart chakra so that you can pursue your goals while remaining in alignment with the love that you are so that you're pursuing your goals 
with the greater good in mind rather than the beliefs of the ego if that kind of makes sense I didn't articulate that well (laughs) no yeah Um, I love that and I almost got it right because I did say sacral and throat but I I said um solar plexus and third eye and the reason I thought it was third eye is because you were saying like it's almost like our inner wisdom and so when you're trying to take actions and bold risks like it's super tied to also trusting that inner guidance so how Mm -hmm. does the third eye play in does it have a pair it does not have a pair the third eye is actually by itself because this is the chakra that integrates all of the knowledge from the other chakras because again the third eyes you know our intuition it's our imagination it's our inner wisdom it's our connection to like that inner being and that inner voice and in order to really tap into that it needs the energy and the wisdom from the other chakras so it's really just a focal point for the integration of all the knowledge from the other chakras which I think is really cool Mm, that's awesome and I love that and I love learning about the pairs because I feel like that's a super great way to understand how to heal your own chakras and balance them with methods that are not meditation as well. And something from my own personal experience that tied into chakras for me was when I was healing my menstrual health and my period and trying to regain my period, I was doing a lot of root and sacral chakra meditations and after like a week or two weeks of doing just those meditations, I got it back or just like I started having random bleeding because of my IUD and I had to get it taken out. And then I recovered my period. And so I just think it's so interesting how there's the physical correlations as well. So one question that I have is when people struggle with digestive issues, for example, like constipation and that like holding in, Which chakra do you think or know is associated with that? Or like which chakra might be blocked? Um, Typically, the solar plexus is what's connected to digestion just because it is right in that center of your abdomen and it governs your large intestine, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I sometimes forget. But the yeah, the solar plexus, the one that I focus on whenever I have trouble with digestion, like I'll do a meditation and then instantly we'll like have to run to the bathroom. <laughs> but also, this, I mean, have to do with digestion, but the root chakra and a lot of the lower three ones can involve eating disorders or issues with digestion. But typically when you are dealing with constipation, it, I would focus more on the solar plexus. Would you say it's just about doing the meditation or are there any other methods to like access your solar plexus? Um, for the solar plexus, um, a lot of yoga too, like movement in general is a really good way to utilize that energy as well as um, belly breathing. Sometimes there can be too much energy stuck in that center. So when you're breathing into, you know, your abdomen, it's going to help, you know, disperse of that energy or rejuvenate it um so belly breathing movement and yoga meditation and also spending time under sunlight just because its element is fire so spending time even like with candles or just spending time outside getting fresh air and sunshine can just be super beneficial to help open up this chakra and help with digestion awesome and since you mentioned the eating disorder tie to the lower chakras because you also dive into that and just how it's usually connected yeah so 
With the lower three chakras, they hold a lot of trauma from our past or even the present. doesn't really matter like where it stems from, but since all of the lower three chakras govern a lot of the lower body, like our digestion, our colon, um, our stomach, and all of those glands and organs in our body, if there's an imbalance in those chakras, it's going to create a blockage. And especially with the sacral chakra as well, it's also something that I struggled with. I struggled with binge eating for a lot of my life. It was an addiction that I struggled with in my sacral chakra because I wasn't dealing with my emotions in healthy ways. So I, again, I was using an external source to help me cope, but you know, it wasn't something that was a healthy coping mechanism and it was really difficult to maneuver through and it, I still to this day am working through that but an eating disorder or binge eating are typically things that will stem from the lower three chakras so it's really important to just be mindful of your behaviors and if you feel like you struggle with any of those issues to take an interest in learning about your energy centers and the healing methods that come with each chakra because it can really help not only open your eyes but you know, help open your energy centers to help you transcend those behaviors that you've been, you know, accustomed to participating in for so long. Yeah, for sure. I also think something I've thought a lot about is that for those people who struggle with more restriction when it comes to disordered eating and disordered just behaviors with food, it a lot of the times ties into the root chakra because that's about nourishment, right? And food and safety. And the grounding that comes from food. And so undernourishing yourself is essentially depriving yourself of that safety in your own body and proper nourishment. Yeah. And also just the strength that comes from the food that you nourish yourself with. The root chakra is all about strength and feeling strong and stable in your physical body, right? So when you're malnourished, you're not giving your body what it needs. And then that will, again, impact your other chakras because remember the root is the foundation yeah yeah for sure something else that I wanted to ask you about correlations between situations and chakras is someone reached out to me from my podcast community asking for advice when you're feeling almost like you want to achieve things and you might have inner goals and inner aspirations but you feel like zero energy to go after them or it's almost like you feel aimless or you feel lost on how to get started with new things or how to break out of that pattern so what would you say is that correlated to chakra wise and do you have any advice for someone who might be feeling that yeah my advice for that is to take a look at the energy of your lower three chakras or well I guess all of them really one get clear on what you want out of your life like what do you feel your purpose is and start from there really ask yourself do you feel aligned with your purpose and are you taking aligned action towards that and from there if you have trouble going after your goals don't feel pressured to just go full-fledged into them start with baby steps because that's the solar plexus energy you don't need to you know accomplish all your goals in one day take one step at a time even if it's just like sending an email each day or like whatever it is in relation to accomplishing your goals, do it in baby steps because that's going to help you build the confidence and the willpower and the, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but it'll come to me, but it's just going to help build that foundation to help you 
actually maintain going after your goals in a healthy manner rather than feeling like you need to just do it all at once. It's really just about baby steps to help you build that confidence and reboost that energy so you're not feeling so fatigued or lazy or lost. Wow. Yeah, that's great advice. I always think baby steps are just a great way to think about things and getting started with things, especially when I personally am going through moments like that where maybe I'm feeling stuck or lost. Usually it's because I'm not taking aligned action and I'm not like trying something out. Like once I break that barrier, finding the flow and finding the just motivation and momentum gets so much easier. And I'll give an example. So I'm currently working on a course. When this episode goes live, it'll already be released. But for a while, I was like, okay, I have this idea. I want to do it. And then I was on a plane ride and I had this like block of time for like five hours because I was going from New York to LA or Florida to LA. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start now. And I just started building and building. And like I started with one slide and then that slide led to the next. And then those that small baby step led to like a full out project. And so it's really true. Yeah, that's amazing. And congrats, by the way. I'm so excited to see the release of your course and partake in it. Yeah, thank <laughs> um, you. But yeah, thank you. but it is, it's all about baby steps and just being patient with yourself. And again, like if you feel lazy or fatigued or just lost, tap into that heart chakra energy because it's, you know, paired with the solar plexus. So really just offer yourself love and acceptance and patience and forgiveness along the way and because that's going to really help you tap into your purpose and help you find the momentum to really go after what you want yeah I love that I love that so much I think that's great advice and hopefully that helps you know anyone out there who's struggling right now with finding that inner spark or that motivation to do things and I feel like we could literally talk for hours and just talk about so many things and I want to get to some rapid fire questions so we can close out the episode so the first question is coffee or matcha coffee what's your coffee order um I typically go for anything vanilla but typically like a vanilla almond milk latte yum warm or cold Depends on the season. Right now, I'm drinking iced ones just because it's so hot and humid here. But wintertime and fall, warm every day. Yes. Love it. Amazing. Do you have any books that you love and that you would recommend to anyone listening? Yes. Right now, I'm actually reading The Energy Cure by William Bergstein. I actually don't know the name of the author off the top of my head, but it's all about how we are able to heal with our hands and it's it's similar to it's a not about reiki but it's about energy healing as a whole and it's just a really powerful read for anyone who's skeptical about energy healing it's just such an eye-opening empowering book Um, and I also just love the code of the extraordinary mind also forget the author's name but it's an excellent read very eye-opening wow I haven't read either of those so I'll have to check it out And do you have a quote or a mantra that you live by? Right now, my mantra is the more I treat myself, the more money I make. (laughs) Because I, it again, it's all about pleasure. Like it's all about learning to tap into the joy and the pleasure and the trust and just 
offer yourself as much fun as you can because it increases your vibration and you'll just attract more yes I remember I saw you made a TikTok about this I was like yes queen (laughs) I swear by it it is life changing amazing and what makes you feel like your higher self really solitude and meditation is what makes me feel like my best self like learning to just this was something I struggled with for such a long time um I was so afraid of being alone because I was afraid of my thoughts I was afraid of my own emotions and just a fear of loneliness but learning to embrace solitude has opened up so many windows for me spiritually and emotionally that just helped me be my best self and that in conjunction with meditation just having moments to offer myself self-care and tap into my inner wisdom and inner being. That's how I just feel connected to my inner being. (laughs) Completely agree. I love that. And last question is if someone did not hear anything from this entire episode and they just heard this part, what would you want to leave them with? Mm. What comes to mind is just, when there is fear, there is no love. When there is love, there is no fear. So be mindful of how you're feeling. And when you feel fear, tap into your love. And when you feel love, embrace it with every ounce of you. Wow, that was poetic AF. Yes. (laughs) Wow know where that came from but (laughs) I loved it I loved it and so can you let everyone know where they can find you follow you if they want to work with you and then also I know you just released a course so plug yourself and just share all all your socials and I'll make sure to link them in the description awesome yeah so you can find me on tiktok at audrey anna b and you can find me on instagram at align with audrey b and my website is audreybrothers.com where you can work with me as a holistic health coach and I have a six-month or a three-month coaching program and I also just launched a chakra healing audio course which is just perfect for those who don't have time to like sit in front of a screen it's basically like a podcast short episodes that are less than 10 minutes each one um, that I just talk about all the chakras signs of imbalance how to heal and I also have custom guided meditations throughout the course per each chakra Um, and you can find that also at the link in my bio on both of my socials lovely so thank you so much Audrey this was so much fun I'm sure everyone who listened loved this conversation and took away so much value so everyone make sure to go check her pages out and all of her amazing offerings and thank you so much I'll talk thank you you. it's such an honor yes amazing talk to everyone soon. thank you I'll see you guys on the next episode. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.